Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, the show. Welcome to a Tres Leches episode. Ooh. We haven't done this in a long time, Harika G. I know. Ooh. People have been busy because, you know, they're going back to their lives. But we are so happy that we have a special guest today. Yes. Oh my. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, Tres Leches is the Hala Hala Show's special mix where we interview the most awesome, handsome, interesting, <laughs> uh, smarter than us people. We always interview oh, people true. who are smarter and more successful oh, yeah. than us. And that's what mm-hmm. we're doing today. And Rika G, who do we have on the show today? All right. Listen up, because listen. I feel like this is going to be a really interesting conversation because as a person living with, you know, my friend type two diabetes. Oh, I, I, <laughs> that's your best friend. I know my BFF. Yeah, friend. You're always together. You know, <laughs> She always reminds me that I can't eat cake. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, we have here. An advocate of diabetes health and an endocrinologist, Ooh. Dr. Eric Mendoza. Dr. Hello, Eric. Dr. Eric. Hi, Rika and JC. Thank you for inviting me here on your show. So I'm excited to share uh, things about diabetes with, with you and, of course, to your listeners. All right. So, Dr. Oh Eric, gosh. we are here. Uh, well, first of all, we are here to discuss the advocacy campaign called Control, ano? Ikaw nga, Rika? Ikaw nga? Controlado, Controlado ko. ko. diabetes ko. Yeah. Okay? So, for me, that's a lie. No? <laughs> Dr. Eric. Dr. Eric, I have type 2 diabetes. Okay? I didn't know but, that. Oh, really? Well, na, that, I'm your pan, pero I didn't know that. <laughs> that's okay because it's not really something that, you know, I kind of advertise. But you know what? It actually should be talked about because I think a lot of people are, you know, parang living with diabetes. Maybe they just don't know. So can you like take us, kunwari, okay, so first things first. Diba, we all know that there's type 1, type 2 diabetes. When people when people um, find out they have diabetes, tinatanong agad nila yun. But what really is the difference? Okay, so type 1 diabetes, it's an autoimmune disorder. So ang nangyari dyan, nasira yung pancreas, the one that is uh, producing insulin. So usually these patients will present early on. And they have absolute insulin deficiency. So it means they don't have insulin in their body. So they need to inject insulin. Mm -hmm. And for type 2 diabetes, the first problem is insulin resistance. And this is the one that is more common. 9 out of 10 patients with diabetes, usually they have type 2 diabetes. So they started mild and then it will worsen later on and this is the one that is affected by both genes and the environment or lifestyle so yun yung tingin ko two points that we need to understand the nature of the disease and that one is more common than the other which is type 2 diabetes 
um, does it um, parang apply if like, let's say, can you have type 1 diabetes pero medyo matanda ka na? Or does it yes. does it have you have to be um a kid to be diagnosed or like you know younger? It can also apply that way, you know. May mga patients na nagpe-present with type 1 diabetes Mm-mm. later on in life, you know? But these are more complex uh, forms of diabetes. But that's a very good question, Rika, because I've been seeing type 2 diabetes in teenagers nowadays because of the lifestyle, 'di ba? Masyadong yeah. sedentary Totoo. and at the same time uh hindi na masyadong madaming activities no for children so i've been seeing patients who are in their younger years specifically teenagers which are type 2 diabetic patients mm. not type 1 mm. grab i feel attacked yeah. <laughs> doc <laughs> eric question lang doc eric uh, is it uh, inevitable that you will get it if you continue a certain lifestyle or like you mentioned earlier it has to do with genetics and it could be hereditary uh, in terms of people who get type 2 diabetes, is it more common for people who have it in their family or just does it develop over time if you eat a lot of sugar? How is the how do you kind of tell who is okay. at high risk for type 2 diabetes? Okay, so genetic factor is one thing, but I always tell patients that it's the lifestyle that would be a contributory for most mm-hmm. of these patients because your genes can predispose you. So it can uh, start the onset of the diabetes, but the one that will make it worse will be the lifestyle, the choices in terms of diet and physical activity. Mm-hmm. So for the genes, we cannot do something about it, but for the environmental factor or the lifestyle, then this is something we need to intervene on earlier. Right. Oh, no. So basically... Anybody can get diabetes, kahit let's say wala sa family nyo. Am I correct? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. And that's what I'm telling patients. Ano, parang uh, the goal here is not to have diabetes because each and every one is at risk for developing it. And if you develop it, make sure that it's just a mild form wherein no mm. complications will set on later on. I see. Okay. 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 Uh, one question I have, Doc Eric, is if you get diabetes, uh, because I'm not really sure of the answer, is it curable or is it with you for life once you once you get it? Is it is okay, there a that's cure? That's also a good question because recently uh, we found out that there's such thing as uh, diabetes remission. Because before, yeah. so we have it patients or lifetime, na yan, mm. it will not be cured. But uh, recently, we've defined this terminology, diabetes remission. So it means you can reverse your diabetes. But this is not applicable to everyone. This is applicable to young patients, patients who have mild forms of diabetes, and those that uh, can be uh, controlled properly with diet and exercise. Alam mo, Doc, this is such a personal thing for me because a lot of people recommend that I do this, I do that, like yung mga different diets, um, like keto or uh, low-carb. But how how much do you recommend you know people living with diabetes to actually go through that? Or is there a certain diet that really does work more effectively than the others? Again, that's a good question. You know. Any form of diet, as long as it will facilitate caloric restriction, meaning deficit, mm. you know, it can improve diabetes, which means sugar control. It can also help the patients lose weight. And I'm reading this article, article earlier that caloric restriction can actually promote longevity and it can 
uh, give us uh, a healthy aging process instead of just uh, focusing its benefit on diabetes. I think everyone should uh, should be informed that that's the benefit of diet and caloric mm-hmm. restriction. With regards to particular diet, I don't tell my patient that this diet is better than most and uh, this one is for everyone. Or not. We need to uh, know our patient, know their lifestyle, know their schedule, for example. And number two is sustainability. Mm. We need to evaluate if the patient can sustain that form of diet because yeah. if they will not be able to uh, sustain that particular diet, magre-rebound lang yung obesity and at the same time yung sugar control, ano, it will deteriorate again. Oh no, you don't want to know yeah. about my diet. <laughs> oh my God. My Doc. diet Doc. is the worst. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sabi mo sa kanya, JC. Net, Sabi net. Mo, what you ate for breakfast Doc, the other day. <laughs> Doc Eric, ano, nasa US kasi ako eh ngayon. So, <laughs> may bingling talaga yung cookies. <laughs> Alam mo, may mga cookies lagi. There's always cookies here. So I had cookies for <laughs> breakfast. Oh my goodness. And then, it's so crazy. But Doc Eric, you mentioned just to just to clarify, lang. You said as long as you're at that caloric deficit. But I've always heard, uh, especially for people who maybe are looking into getting into a diet, there are uh, such there's there's a term that's thrown around like empty calories. Are there some like for example, if you can be at a caloric deficit technically by just eating chocolate, but uh, it's still possible to be at a caloric deficit, tama? tama yes, yes. So are there certain foods that are better than i mean in terms of using your calories well or to make the most yeah. out of your calories is there something mm-hmm. that in terms of maybe studies or just in your opinion because you you mentioned you don't want to suggest a certain diet but is there okay. i'm sure you can give us some insight into that okay so here's what we tell our patients there are five major food groups ano instead of the usual three no elementary tayo go grow and glow lang but this time <laughs> it's the grains that's the first group no when it comes to grains we want them to eat uh 50% of their grains na whole wheat okay so yung mga whole wheat bread and uh if they can do yung mga brown rice no or black rice pwede rin but i'm telling them just 50% you don't need to eat yeah. all the grains that whole grains ano medyo sad naman yun diba it's kind of depressing <laughs> uh, so minimum of 50%. If you can do better, then good. So the next group will be your um, proteins. So in terms of proteins, we tell them to eat more of fish, of eggs, chicken, less of the red meats. Ah, pork and less red meats. So we want oh, that to be lessened. Okay. And then for the next group, you have your uh, fruits and vegetables. Okay. Right. For the fruits and vegetables, vegetables no limit except for the starchy vegetables. Because there are five uh, vegetable groups: eh? yung green leafy vegetables, uh, yung red vegetables, orange vegetables, uh, the starchy vegetables, ano, and the others. So others yung mga weird na vegetables. I, I didn't know that. Alam mo ba yun, Rika? Did you know that there were five? Yeah, vegetables? you knew that. I mean, I kind of had to because I had to like ah, kasi, oh, control nga, what right, I ate. Right. 
So, isa sa right. pinaka, I remember um, in the doctor's office four years ago, ang unang sa akin sinabi, bawal ka ng milk tea at bawal ka ng french fries. And I'm like, but those are like <laughs> so the two advice. things you get when you go to a cinema, man. <laughs> parang, ano, what do you mean I'm gonna eat unsalted popcorn in oh, the no. cinema? <laughs> but, alam mo, Doc, as in like, at first kasi talaga, I really struggled with what I can eat. Kasi alam mo yung binigay sa akin yung listahan ng things I cannot eat. Naka-depress. Naka-depress. Ito siya. As in, to be real. Ano, sabihin ko lang. Pero I think I forgot all the things that I can eat. And I, and then, I quickly realized after, you know, like changing my lifestyle. Kasi hindi na lang siya diet change eh. Like, lifestyle change na talaga siya eh. Na parang, kaya, pwede pa din naman ako kumain like ng Kahit ano, it's just that any, everything should be controlled. So do you have some thoughts about that? Na parang, like, minsan, kunwari sa minsan, doctor ko, you know what, when you're at a party or a birthday party and then nakita ng cake, tas ayaw mo naman na parang i-deprive yung sarili mo. Kumuha ka ng maliit na piece, like isang subo, ganun. That para sounds impossible. Mo. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> parang imposible yung one, but, ano, ano gano'ng kali, gano kaliit yung slice na yun? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not even a slice. Alam mo yung parang <laughs> papagigimin. Isang, ano, <laughs> yeah. isang kutsara na. <laughs> yeah, dude. Doc, totoo yun. Like, I had to, like, control it in that sense. Kasi yung yeah. tipong, ayoko naman na dinideprive ko yung sarili ko. Totoo. Mm-hmm. I also tell sense? them, yung order ng pagkain, important din. Kasi kung sa umpisa okay. pa lang, yung magpapagutom ka na. Uh-huh. So, pag nandiyan na yung food, you'll take all the ano no the most delicious yung mga favorites mo mm-hmm. so i tell them uh, to eat on time and then if possible unahin yung mga healthier ones so yung vegetables yeah. fish so that it will provide some form of satiety and fullness mm-hmm. so after that they'll just only taste the ones that they like the most ano yung sweets kasi if you uh-huh. started with the sweets ano uh, hey. it will <laughs> be a cycle parang you want more and it's really addictive. So the order yeah. also matters. And I agree with you. No three-in-one coffee, no oh, milk no. tea, and uh, the other pastries, and a uh, very, very small amount. I think the only time I've drank soda in the past four years would be when I experienced hypoglycemia. So speaking of... What is hypoglycemia? Explain- so, can you explain, Doc Eric, what is hypoglycemia and hyperglycemia? Because sometimes I mention it in the in the podcast, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've explained it fully. So, can you take okay. us through that? Okay. So, hyperglycemia is a high level of sugar brought about by the disease, which is diabetes. And hypoglycemia is a very low level of sugar. Usually, if you want to know a number, the 70 cutoff, 70 milligrams per deciliter, we use as a cutoff to define hypoglycemia. And this is due to uh, the medications not properly matched with the timing of a meal. So it's either mm-hmm. we need to adjust the medication, bring it down, or we need to emphasize on the patient the importance of eating on time. So hyperglycemia, that's the uh, effect of the diabetes. Hypoglycemia, the effect of uh, medication and diet not jiving together. Ay, nako, Doc. I don't think like ako, I can fully explain what happens to my body when I experience hypoglycemia because it happens a lot. Don't you get dizzy? It's not just being dizzy. Eh. Doc, 
Eric, Swapping, can you like, oh, can you like explain? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Can you demonstrate? Oh, can you demonstrate? Wag naman. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so, what happens during hypoglycemia? I think, uh, kailangan ma-imagine nila, no? So, oh, when your sugar is it. low, your body is trying to counteract that low sugar. So, mm-hmm. it uses other means, no? other hormones. So, you have your stress hormones, no? At work, trying to at least improve the level of blood sugar. So you feel some forms of palpitation, sweating, tremors. So these are the effects of the stress hormones released by your body in response to hypoglycemia. And there's a desire to to eat something that is sweet and not to relieve oh, yeah. that uh, symptom. Oh, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> they describe it as impending doom. So yun yung talagang sobrang baba na ng sugar mo. Mm-hmm. And you can impending deal to your mouth anything. Hindi, hindi siya na, you are not lying, Doc Eric. Kasi yeah. like, that is the best way to describe Impending it. diabetes doom. <laughs> hindi. Totoo talaga <laughs> siya. Kasi parang, you kind of don't know. You get confused a lot. I get confused a lot. Right, right. Yeah, like to be honest. Like I get confused when I experience hypoglycemia, means and hindi ko na alam ko nasan ako, how I mm. got here. And then, ang isa sa akin niremind sa akin is to not, hopefully, I don't experience that while I'm driving. Because I feel like that, yeah, that's really so, or when you're probably like, you know, doing something really important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, yeah. That, well, just to, I guess, to bring about the importance of the the campaign that we're talking about, We've discussed what it is and the restrictions. But I think for because a lot of people who are listening right now, Doc Eric, I'm sure they're like, oh, I don't I don't have it yet. Or but but they might be thinking, oh, I'm like JC. I eat a lot of bad stuff. Maybe I'm at risk or maybe I should get checked. Because, uh, for example, Rika, if you don't mind me sharing, when when Rika yeah. uh, four years ago, when, when did you get when, when did yeah. you die? Four years ago, four years ago. Doc, um, I was living for me in my in my head. I was living a healthy lifestyle, but apparently not. So right. I did not realize that I was already experiencing all of these symptoms of diabetes. Like, mm. wala na ako sa pre-diabetic stage. As in, nandun na ako sa, you know, sa main stage, I guess. Yeah, and you <laughs> did not look well, right? And so my question yes. is, Doc Eric, for people who are maybe at risk now because of the lifestyle that we mentioned already, what are the first steps in what are the I guess the first signs to that that are indicators that you might be at risk or you might already be in that pre-stage or you might already have it and once you see those signs whatever the signs that you're going to explain to us how do we confirm that we do have it how do we get it diagnosed okay actually since it's very common JC we recommend that all patients when they reach 40 years old kahit na walang risk factor, they should be tested. But if you have additional risk factors like family history or let's say overweight or being obese, plus, for example, PCOS, which is also common in women. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, you have uh, other risk factors such as gestational diabetes or being a diabetic during pregnancy. So you need to be tested earlier on. And if you still have these risk factors, if you cannot modify them, then annual testing because diabetes can set in uh, anytime. And sometimes magulat na lang kami, they presented a year ago with pre-diabetes and then after a year, sobrang taas na, like 300 or 400 milligrams per deciliter yung blood sugar. So Actually, doctor, um, na ako nag-start. 
sa 400. 400 oh, plus ako. Oh, God. Start, starting, oh. starting strong. Ibig sabihin. Oh, start, start, starting strong. Parang wag naman. <laughs> <laughs> Totoo yan. Ano no. Like I said, I always like, because, you know, it's something that I have to live with the rest of my life. So, I kind of like, have to be funny about it. Pero well, parang feeling I, ko competitive ako pagdating ko sa ganun. Pero, Doc Eric, as a cautionary tale, let's use Rika as a cautionary tale. Had she gotten tested earlier, could things have been different? I mean, I know you don't want to dwell on the past, but for example, if someone who, if if Rika got tested earlier, would could she have avoided getting diabetes? I mean, tech, I mean, in a in a, I in think a way, she got tested right. Uh, you passed the stage of pre-diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. Because parang I started losing weight. I started losing a lot of weight. I started getting super sleepy, like groggy all the time. So that happened for maybe a year. So okay. hindi ko alam when it got, yung pa, kumbaga parang when it got when it went past the threshold already. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. The threshold. So Dr. Eric, what would happen if she got it done earlier? If earlier, then we can uh, track its uh, uh-uh. progress. I don't want to say deterioration, hmm. but uh, the elevation of blood sugar Yeah. could have been uh, delayed at least or reversed it, right? So oh, wow. uh, because when you get a patient with a blood sugar of 400, usually there are some forms of dehydration most of the time yeah. mm-hmm. and I remember uh, weight loss, my, right? Yes, I remember I, got, I was so thirsty all the time, but I never reached for water. I always reached for sodas, juice. So parang medyo lumalapa. It didn't really contribute. Ang right. explanation sa akin dati lagi, Doc Eric, is like, think of my, like, sabi sa akin na, isipin mo yung blood, blood mo is so thick because it's like filled with sugar. Mm-hmm. So nahihirapan yung heart mo mag-pump ng blood to your brain, to your other organs. So parang diabetes affects all of your organs. Right. Because it's in the blood. Right? So your yeah. all your organs are all affected. Uh, there are acute complications which you've experienced, but hopefully, uh, because you've detected it, I hope Mm-mm. earlier on, then we can prevent the long-term complications. Mm. Uh, Doc, I know last few questions, siguro about like living a lifestyle or y- your mm-hmm. life with diabetes. Like, yeah. does exercise really help a lot? And would you recommend a type of exercise, like cardio or strength? Ano ba? Okay. It, it helps a lot in the sense that it can control your weight and it can mm-hmm. also control your blood sugar level. And the recommendation is that you have a total of 150 minutes a week. So you can distribute ah, okay. that. No? Two and a half hours. Oh, pwede, oh, pero pwede. hindi isang Dupo araw lang. Eh. So you have oh, roughly yeah. 30 minutes, ano? Uh, times five days or 40 minutes times ano ba yun? four days ano? mm. basta Mm-mm. you have that minimum minimum lang yun you can mm. exceed that and it should be a moderate intensity so okay. uh, you need to reach a certain heart rate ano? to call it moderate intensity our trainers are very good at that but just to give an example brisk walking is considered mm-hmm. moderate intensity and also some forms of um um Weightlifting, for example, or mm. uh, development of muscle mass. Ano? So it's also yeah. important, but only about 20 to 30 percent. Still, the more important one is mm. your aerobic or your cardiovascular 
training, which in the form of treadmill, swimming. Mm-hmm. Favorite uh, ni JC yan eh. Yeah, no, running. <laughs> running? My favorite diba? one. Running away from, <laughs> you are from, running away from exercise is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but ser- but uh, on a serious level, I do try to uh, uh, take steps. But I think my biggest concern and is uh, my biggest problem, talaga, is the diet. And I think for a lot of Leche fans who listen to us, oh, yeah. I I I want to use this uh, use myself as a cautionary tale, naman, is to get your like really think about your your diet because it's really mm. it is not easy to lose weight. Now that ano lampas na ako ng 30 doc. Ang hirap. <laughs> Bakit ganun? You know, your metabolism <laughs> slows down. No, I, I it's like oh man, it's so difficult to lose weight. And mm-hmm. on top of that, and I have to be honest with uh on the podcast because I think doc Eric one of the things also that contributes or at least puts you at a higher risk of diabetes. Correct me if I'm wrong is uh smoking cigarettes. Is that true? I think a uh, better statement is that smoking can yeah. aggravate the complications of diabetes. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it does not necessarily uh, increase your blood sugar, but uh-huh. if you already have the complications, it will accelerate it further, such as atherosclerosis yeah. or deposition of uh, plaques no, in your arteries, uh, developing stroke, heart attack. Yeah. So you're right, uh, JC. Uh, smoking... Uh, kills no more than all True. the other risk factors combined. Here's a yeah. controversial one, Doc. I don't know if there's enough research done. Pero uso ngayon kasi yung, ano, yung vaping. Is there any, have you read any recent studies regarding vaping and maybe accelerating the, yun nga, like you said, for smoking, it accelerates the symptoms or whatever of diabetes. Does vaping mm-hmm. do that? Uh, well, for diabetes, you know, there is still no association you know, okay. with vaping. But I think I've talked with some of my uh, friends who practice in the field of pulmonary medicine. Mm. And they say that vaping has uh, its own bad effects on the lungs and also on the small uh, vessels or arteries. So they still don't advocate that as a substitute for uh, tobacco smoking. Well, there right. we go. Okay. There, there we go. go. Officially, vape nation. <laughs> you heard it. Makinig kayo, vape nation. Makinig kayo. Uh-huh. Nee, lalo na yung naka, ano, na, parang, ano, parang quintas, yung suot nila, yung vape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. happens. Uh-uh. <laughs> It's just in general, in general, hopefully, if, yeah. um, if you can, right, manage that type of, you know, that side of your life. Kasi it doesn't really contribute to your health, really, yeah. in general, even if you don't have diabetes. Mm. So anyway, Doc, um, we do have uh, the campaign called Controlado Ko, Diabetes Ko. So can you tell us about this campaign? Okay. So that's a diabetes awareness campaign led by a healthcare company called MSD. So it's very nice you know, because now they're recognizing that uh, developing country like the Philippines, mm-hmm. increasing prevalence of diabetes is also a problem. And later on, it will affect majority of individuals because we are projecting that in uh, 2050, you know, there will be a hundred percent perhaps increase in the prevalence of diabetes. Of course, oh. it depends on how we curb no or curtail uh bad habits when it comes to lifestyle and yeah. diet and physical activity so this kkdk or controlado ko diabetes ko 
empowers individuals no mm-hmm. in their young age to recognize uh diabetes and its complications because for one they will be the ones that will be affected later on yung mga listeners natin mga young yan ano yung generation nat- na- natin yes uh, yes natin young. natin yes young. natin yeah. <laughs> tayo 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 we so tayo yung at risk na magka-develop yes, so, of diabetes <laughs> and at the same time tayo yung productive members of the society, di ba? Yes. So we're looking after the younger ones, mm-hmm. mga children, and also the senior citizens, di ba? So paano kung tayo yung ma-affect nung sakit, di ba? Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that the uh, productive age of the society uh, will be healthy and will be free from diabetes. And they will also be aware, no? so they can take care of the uh, el- older ones and at the same time empower the younger ones not to establish a healthy lifestyle when it comes to diet and exercise so sabi nga it takes a village to manage diabetes so oh, yeah. we want to uh, distribute the responsibility not from healthcare workers alone but also to the other health professionals and also to your uh through your platform ano diba this is a very powerful platform ano we can educate more people and empower them so kontrolado ko diabetes ko and uh we will all benefit from this yeah actually you're you're right uh doc eric cuz we were formerly the number 5 news and politics podcast in the philippines oh yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> so you know we're we're spitting facts here no but it, but just uh, as a on a serious note here this is something that we really we we like to use the podcast as to speak about things that we really feel are important we wouldn't have done mm-hmm. this dibariks if we oh, we yeah. thought we were just going to get you know if it was just to guess someone who, you know, to speak about something that we didn't really care about. This is something that yeah. I think is, because re- especially mm-hmm. you, Rika G, I, I know I joke about it a lot, but you, <laughs> I really do care about your uh, your diabetes. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, this is such a personal thing, like I said, for me. That's why I'm really happy that we got to discuss finally, finally, the thing that I have. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I really cannot express Na how you know how important it is to control your diabetes or maybe check if you have mm-hmm. you know because you know paggaling sa akin baka you know people might not listen to me yeah. but you know we have here we have here a specialist already yeah. so nagsabi. so doc um can i just ask if sure. ju- people just want to take the first step sabihin natin wala silang diabetes wala silang mm-hmm. kakilalang may diabetes but that's kind of impossible yeah. <laughs> um ano yung first step that you ano recommend they take they take as a lab test you mean uh yes yes okay and of where course, to go still better if they are guided by their physicians because there are three different okay. tests all our blood tests naman ano for diabetes but i think it will be more cost effective para hindi nila pagawa lahat ano yeah. so they need to consult first even not an endocrinologist like me i think diabetes is a domain of uh general internists and allied specialists na din because this is very common so they will uh, be given a request no blood test for uh, blood glucose but there are some protocols three different uh, protocols and then after that they can have the result on the same day or the following day and then it can be interpreted by the physician as well 
because uh, diabetes as a diagnosis relies heavily on the laboratory testing. So it's not like ubosipon that you can uh, check the, for example, the chest or the heart. No, so mm-hmm. for diabetes. It relies heavily on uh, laboratory testing, and sometimes they said there are borderline results. So, right. kailangan sometimes it needs to be uh, repeated to make sure that the patient has or kung wala siyang diabetes, hindi siya erroneously mabigyan ng maintenance. Mm. So that's the first step. And the next step is acceptance if ever it will turn out to be positive. Uh-huh. And the rest will be a long discussion ano, with your uh, physician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Doc Eric, just to uh, kind of maybe to end on this note, when if, if the worst case scenario happens, in, in this case, it would be that they have type 2 diabetes, We've already discussed that it's possible to go into remission and it's possible to live uh, a normal life. But can you reassure us? Maybe I don't know if there's statistics or if you just personal a personal anecdote of maybe patients that you've worked with who are living happy, healthy, normal lives, even with type 2 diabetes. Can you tell our Leche fans that it's it's possible? Well, usually it's a quality of life study. But based on uh, studies that have been done before, the better quality of life is associated with, of course, support system from the family members and friends, diabetes support group, uh, their physician, and allied healthcare professional. Of course, the control of their blood sugar, and at the same time, absence of complications. Because uh, most patients with complications, no, depression will set in, especially if it's about uh, kidney problems, especially patients on dialysis, loss of sight, loss of limb, for example. So these are uh, greatly associated with mental health as well. But the ones that I've mentioned earlier, those are important pillars in the management of diabetes to assure uh, healthy well-being of the individual. Grabe, ayoko na umalis si Doc. Ang dami kong gustong tanungin. Hindi <laughs> yeah. kasi, you know what? Sobrang totoo yun that you brought up the mental health issues that comes with it when you get diagnosed or like when you have complications. I never really thought that I would look at food as my enemy. Kasi as much as it is, you know, it will sustain you, tumataas yung blood sugar mo yung pag kumain ka. Mm-hmm. So parang ako, sobrang frustrated ako nun, Doc. As in, I remember na parang, bakit parang kalaban ko yung pagkain? Ayoko na kumain. But at the same time, magugutom ako at one point. Yes. <laughs> Mag-hypoglay ako at one point. So parang ako, ayoko na kumain. Pero it it just really means that you really have to work with your doctor. Kasi my doctor, I have a Viber chat group with her. <laughs> and then I take photos of all of my food um, and then I I send it to her and then she magsasabi if, oh sige, ito yung blood sugar mo, taasan natin. So it really is, at, parang teamwork siya. Yeah, as, as Doc Eric said, <laughs> uh, especially with the KKDK uh, campaign, yes, emphasize yes. it really does take a village whether it be, well, it has to involve you, the patient, the doctors, uh, other health professionals, and of course your loved ones, uh, your, your family, you have to inform your family, you have to educate your family, especially, yeah. right, Doc Eric? It's it's a confusing disease uh, if you're, you know, at first, but over time, I'm sure that you can really spread uh, awareness and knowledge. And that's what we hope that uh, we accomplish here today on the podcast here on Tres Leches. And Doc Eric, before we let you go, of course, I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of our Leche fans are interested to see who you are, uh, where they can maybe follow you online, or if they maybe they want to consult with you or re- uh, reach out to you. Doc Eric, where can they find you on online or social media or even just a hospital that they can reach out okay. to? Okay. 
So I practice in St. Luke's Quezon City and USD Hospital. But I have a social media uh, platform. One is Facebook. And just uh, look for Dr. Eric Mendoza, Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Thyroid Diseases. Even if uh, you are not my patient, ano, I hope that you learn some things because I usually post some infographics. And if I have time, I also uh, create short videos about uh, topics which I think are important for patients with diabetes and other Ooh. hormonal disorders. So uh, that's the goal of that uh, page. And it's not just for online consultation because I do uh, consultation naman in the hospitals or in the clinics. And I prefer that. Ano. But of course, some patients, uh, because of uh, time constraint and they prefer online, they also do uh, with that particular platform. So yun lang. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Eric. As thank a big you. fan of infographics, thank you for your, your service. I love <laughs> infographics. But Dr. Eric, before we let you go, we, we normally do a, an extra song here. Uh, and we usually ask our guests to end with saying the words, Halo Halo Show. After we do the extra song, do you mind saying Halo Halo Show at the end for us? Okay. Yun lang. Halo Halo Show. Yun, yun lang. Yes. You can, you can oh, sing it. Very you can, easy. You, any, anything that you want to say after, okay? Uh, Rika G, extra song. Do, Dog Eric, take it away. Hello, hello, show. Hey, yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.